My name is Martin Abonge and I believe in freedom. I believe in creating a lifestyle where you actually have a choice. My goal here is to help you escape the life of sacrifice you've been conditioned to live. How do I do it? Simply by sharing my own journey to complete freedom. My expectations, my hurdles, my failures, my successes, and everything I learned along the way. How are we going to proceed here? We're going to do it by asking the right questions. The questions that make you think. Because these questions will allow you to do something. Change your mindset, to change your reality, and build the perfect life for you. And when I mean perfect life for you, it's for you. Not for your mom, not for your dad, not for your best friend. The perfect life for you. So in this podcast, we think differently. We expand your horizon and we work together to create your happiness. So welcome to the Freedom I Chose podcast with your host, Martin Bonge. Hey guys, how's it going today? Welcome to this special episode of the podcast. Why special? Because it is episode number 67. And that means that we actually hit our milestones of creating a new habit. I'm very, very, very happy about it. And uh, whoever's listening to this podcast, I'm very happy to share this information with you. I'm super pumped about it. All right. So I just got back to my house. I was uh, on this island that I told you, Sumba, for the last three days, no internet, no nothing. And I just got home, so I'm going to record this podcast and then it's going to go live. So when you listen to this podcast, uh, if you listen today, obviously, if you have the courage to go through three podcasts, then uh, this one has been recorded today, which is Saturday 28th of July, yeah, 2018, right? So, uh, yeah, very happy. I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped. Um, but I don't know how to express this because, you know, it's, uh, it's easy to, you know, put your mind to something and then, uh, and then you give up after three days, four days, which you know, happens to me. Like when I, there are things that I start, you know, that, things that are not business related, right? Uh, and, uh, and then afterwards, I just give up. Uh, same for business. Sometimes I start something and I get distracted. Oh man, what is this? And then I get distracted and I'm not like the best at like following up and stuff. So this is why I find people who are better than me at following up. But this time I made it. So very, very happy about it. Uh, so woohoo, let's celebrate. So I'm going to celebrate today. I think I'm going to pop a bottle of champagne or something. Uh, <laughs> So um, for today's podcast, I, um, I wanted to tell you about um, a question that I got from well, someone I met there, actually. And uh, I think that can apply to, uh, to you because there are creative ways in which you can actually accomplish some of your goals. All right. So um, I was talking to someone. So we changed hotel. You know, I told you yesterday I was at this uh, beautiful place, uh, this hospitality school that's teaching hospitality to local kids to give them an opportunity to, uh, you know, change their life and change their parents' life, right? And uh, so I was talking to some dude over there and he's like, oh man, what do you do? I'm like, ah, well, you know what? I work online, you know? And um, yeah, so he started asking me all sorts of questions and um, he, uh, we came to the subject of, you know, when you should quit your job, you know, oh, 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 how did you quit your job to go and do this? And uh, yeah, I don't have the strength or the courage to go and quit my job 
and stuff because he has like kids and everything, which I do understand. I didn't have kids or anything when I quit my job. So it was easier for me, right? And I told him, well, you know what? It's not necessary. You don't have to quit your job. You don't have to. I mean, me, what I recommend, um, you know, so, and then I'll tell, you I'll tell you a story so that you can see the other options that you have, which I, I didn't know existed until I, I, I you know, came face to face with them. But yeah, first thing, I, I, uh, what I would recommend is, uh, if you have a business, start a business on the side, right? You know, like I did. And then <laughs> my boss found out about it. And then he fired me for it. So make sure he doesn't find out about it, all right? <laughs> Uh, he, well, he found out about it because I was trying to help a client of that company. So otherwise, he never would have, I would have found out. Anyway, start a side business. It's a side business. And then once you start having some traction, wait until you get a few months in a row, like four or five months in a row. All right. Don't quit your job after the first, like the first month. Oh, man, because it could be, uh, you know, happy month, you know, could be a fluke or whatever. All right. So wait until you can do it consistently. And then at that point, you can decide to quit your job. All right. So that's a, you know, that's an option. You can quit your job. Uh, but I would recommend to quit your job after you have a few months in a row where you can, uh, you can predict what you're going to get. And it's, uh, it's stable. It's not like up and down. One month you make 10,000, the other the month you make zero and stuff like that. This is not uh, what I would recommend. All right. Anyway, but without quitting your jobs, I told him, dude, you don't have to quit your job. And he was like, but how does that work? How can you, because he, what he wanted to do was being able to travel, right? And he said, well, but I, have a, I have a job and I have, a, I don't know, like three, two weeks holiday or something every year. It uh, doesn't allow me to travel as much as I want. And how, you know, could I achieve this without quitting my job? And I told him a story, right? Which is a true story. So I was in uh, Thailand. I was on a beach in Thailand. I think I was in, uh, I think it was in Kolanta, if I'm not mistaken. It was a few years ago. And I was getting a massage on the beach, right? Because, you know, over there, massages are pretty cheap. So I get there and, uh, well, next to me, there's this woman. And, uh, you know, when you're getting a massage and stuff, you're all friendly and everything. Like, oh, how's it going? Where are you from? And blah, 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 you know? So uh, me at the time, I think I still had my job at the time, right? Um, so I had to go back to my job at some point. And uh, I was like, oh, all right, so where are you from? She was like, oh, I'm from Germany uh, and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? I studied in Germany a little bit. And we started talking and I was like, oh, well, um, how, I mean, how long are you here for? She's like, well, I'm here for another four months. And I was like, well, what do you mean four months? Like. It, She's like, yeah, I'm on holiday, four months. Well, how? Right? Explain. And uh, well, she was like, well, my my husband has a uh, like a, he's in a uh, like liberal profession. I don't know how you call that. Like when you uh, he's self-employed. All right, that's the, that's the word. My husband is self-employed and stuff like that. And so I made arrangements for myself as well. So, I mean, the fact that she was there had nothing to do with her husband, right? I don't want you to think that, oh, she was here because the husband was paying for it. I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, I'm getting to the point. So I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. And I was like, oh, what kind of profession is this? And she was like, he's a magician. <laughs> and I was like, what? A magician? I have never met a magician. I never met them. You know, the image I have of magicians are people, they have a big cloak. They look like Dracula, right? They have a big cloak. They're really pale as if they died last week. And they look, they stare, you know, with big eyes and stuff. 
you know, and, and that's the image I had of a magician. So I was like, dude, I need, I need to meet your husband, right? I've never met, met a magician. But uh, I was like, yeah, well, okay, he, he's, um, you know, he's practicing his, uh, like, magic tricks and all that stuff. He can do it from anywhere. But I was like, so how do you, um, you know, how can you, like, follow and stuff? And she was like, oh, you know what? I made an arrangement with my, uh, with my company. And this is... I mean, this woman was so smart. I, I never heard of it. I never thought about it. And I didn't know it was possible, right? But apparently it is possible. So she told me that she worked out a deal with her, um, with her hospital. So she was a nurse, right? And uh, she went to see the hospital boss. Uh, and she said, dude, well, here's what we're going to do. Me, I want to be able to travel as much as I can. Uh, but, you know, with my job, it's complicated. So... Here's what I, what I, um, uh, pro, not, not propose because proposing uh, in English is like, you know, you kneel down and stuff. Uh, here's what I, uh, my suggestion, here's what I suggest, right? And so she said, I am going to work. Uh, what was the deal again? Yeah. So she's going to work full time for six months at the hospital, but she's only going to get paid as if she was working part time. All right. So for six months, she works there. But instead of making, I don't know, like I'm just making things up. Right. Uh, let's say her salary is like two thousand. She will make just a thousand. But she's working full time. But the other six months, she's not working at all. She's on holiday and she's paid full time. So for the boss, it doesn't change anything in terms of salary or whatever, because he's paying the same thing. And, um, you know, it's not, uh, you know, it's, it's not a big problem for him then the only thing is for him to accept the fact that she is not going to be there like half the half the time during the year but they worked out a deal where uh you know they they have enough people there to replace her so uh that way she was able to balance um you know work life and private life so she was able to travel she and and not having to worry about how you're going to finance that because she had a steady stream of a steady income stream see so these are these are things i told her i have never heard of it you know and again maybe you like oh dude i've never thought about it and that you know it was possible it was the same for me i had no idea i was like, oh this is pretty cool i need to do something like this right so uh, what i want to say is that if you're creative uh if you're creative then you can actually get stuff done without necessarily, you know, the money or quitting your job or anything. You just have to think outside the box, right? And she taught me that. I was like, man, this is awesome, all right? And so this is one example. So uh, I don't know if it's possible in your, in your activity, but if, if your objective is to be able to have, you know, time off, like, you know, I don't know, four months, three months, whatever. So if it's three months, for example, you work out a deal where they will pay you three quarters of your salary, for example, and then for three months, you're not there. You know, if it's possible and feasible for the company to uh, allow you to do that, then this is something you can get your boss to accept, okay? But it's just knowing like that this kind of deals, you know, I told you last time, it's not just the money and stuff. Sometimes you just have to be creative and work out some, uh, some deal and exchange something. You know, you have a skill, they have a skill and you can work something out, right? So that's the first example. The second example I can give you is uh, another story actually. So I, I think I told you, I go to, I try to go to the Philippines every year. I haven't been this year. 
uh, on this amazing, it's a life experience. You know, you get on this boat and uh, you sleep on the, the most deserted islands of the, you know, of the planet, you know, and, um, and yeah, you experience, you know, the, you know, living with the, uh, the locals on these islands and what you pay is actually used to finance the whole program to, uh, you know, for scholarships and to train women on a, uh, on certain jobs. And uh, also, oh, sorry, my food's getting delivered or something. Um, and it's just a beautiful, uh, a beautiful project, right? And uh, so when I was there, I met a guy from Germany as well. Uh, and uh, the, he, was, he was really cool. He was the best. Um, oh, gee, I'm looking for it. Yeah. So, um, so I, I asked him, so what do you do? Because he was the one in charge of the music, right? He was playing this music. I remember like the first day we got on the islands and it was my first, it was my first trip on, on this boat, right? So you get there, you're in paradise. And uh, I was uh, lying down in, in this hammock, hammock and there was, you know, the sound of the waves and stuff. And he put some music, I don't know where it was from, some Cuban or no idea what, where that was from. It was absolutely amazing. And I slept like a baby. I was like, man, this is awesome. Right? So I, I talked to the guy, the dude was so interesting. It was like, yeah, I was in Cuba. Then I was in Angola. I was in Brazil. I was in this. I was like, dude, you don't work. <laughs> like you don't have a job or anything. And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a company? Uh, and I was like, but how's that work? And, um, so, and the, the thing about him and this, this dude is the best. So I don't know if you're listening, Peter, if you're listening, then, uh, well, thank you for everything. You, uh, he, he's taught me everything, this guy, but the, the, you know, there are some people who, uh, they will share what they have with you. Right. So what he was doing was in every single country, because he was a musician, right? He liked music and, and every, every time he went somewhere, he tried to meet the local musicians and the local DJs as well, right? And when he gets them, when he meets someone, he's like, dude, give me your top 10, uh, you know, your top 10 or top 20 playlist of your country's music, right? So after a while, he had this playlist of every single genre from every single country he's been in, like, you know, I don't know, Brazil and Portugal and I don't know, like, oh, I mean, some songs that you'll never know as an outsider, right? You'll hear, you only hear that the, uh, the top hits uh, that make it all the way to the US, whatever, or just, you know, the American songs, right? And these songs were absolutely amazing, right? So I don't know where you're listening uh, from, but maybe in your country, there is this artist that, I mean, the, the, it's, ju it's just a legend in your country, but nobody knows them inside of the outside, right? But he was able to get all these beautiful songs and everything. And the reason why I'm saying that is that, you know, at some point I was like, man, if it's not too much to ask, like, you know, any, any way you can share those songs with me. And he gave me the whole thing. It's like 40 gigabytes of, of songs of day. And I, I still need to go through it, right? And you still need to, uh, to listen to them. But some of them are just, and you know, sometimes they're like, ah, I'm not a salsa dancer. I told you, I'm not a salsa. Everything that involves dancing with other people is ah, too confusing for me. I like to do, you know, my dancing by myself and stuff, you know? And, uh, you know, I started listening to these songs. I was like, oh man, I need to start bachata or salsa or something, you know? So anyway, uh, <laughs> 
I'm getting distracted here. So yeah, I asked him, dude, you don't have a job? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I do have a company and uh, I sell motorcycles. And he really didn't look like a motorcycle guy. You know, for me, motorcycle guys, they have like leather, uh, you know, leatherish like hats and stuff and they have chains around them and uh, they have big beards and all that stuff, you know, and tattoos and everything, like these really old tattoos with an anchor or something, you know. <laughs> so I said, man, you don't fit the description of my basic stereotype of a biker. And <laughs> it was like, yeah, no worries, man. Uh, but they, they, anyway, the, the thing is, he was like, well, you know, I, uh, I have a business partner and the, the deal we have is that six months during the year, he takes care of the business and I take care of the business the remaining six months. And during the, the other six months, I get my money from the business and I travel. And I was like, this is pretty awesome, you know? So if you have a business partner, right? If you, if you do have a business partner and it's feasible for you to do it, then you can consider this option as well. Sometimes it's not feasible because you have a skill that is absolutely, I don't know, required for the business to run you but i mean both of you need to be there right in their case things they were just selling motorcycles uh it's not like a, you know i think they were pretty um you know he could handle that right so that's how he was doing it so see and the, the dude was impressed he was like oh you know what i never thought about these solutions and uh, uh, me neither at the time you know that's one of the things that i love about you know traveling and living this life is that you will meet people with very, very interesting lives and, they, and you will learn a lot. And that's the reason why I want you guys to learn as much as you can so that you can be on the road as well. I want to meet you guys somewhere and you'll tell me about something really amazing like this, you know? And this, it's just, um, you know, when, when you think that everything has been invented and, uh, you know, every possible scenario like you know everything then think again like you meet people you're like wow dude i'm <laughs> i'm stoked i had no idea this was possible all right so um so yeah this is what this this is what i wanted to uh, to tell you today is uh think outside the box in terms of um lifestyle how you can uh fit your business in your lifestyle your job or your business or whatever right it's not just say it's not just black and white like well i have a job or i don't have a job i quit everything and then i have to worry about how i'm going to pay my bills and stuff or uh, i will just go part-time and uh, and struggle and stay there and all that stuff so well you know you i mean you can do that you can go part-time but you know you make you know less money but sometimes when people go part-time they're usually stuck in uh, the same city because when you work part-time you'll work pretty much every day and uh, or maybe three days out of the week and then you be well you're off you know but still you have to be there i, I never thought about a concept where you could work part-time but like during the year right you work six months and then you, you you don't work you know it's pretty cool all right so that's that's what i what i wanted to tell you these are the the little things that you can think about and try to prepare like your boss or whatever for that, that kind of things. So that you can, you can uh, go and live your dream and you can go on the road if you want to go on the road or I don't know, maybe there's something else you want to do uh, that doesn't involve traveling, but it requires a little bit of time and you could do it during those six months where uh, you're not at work, right? You, you do that and you're still getting paid. So you don't have, you don't have, you have that peace of mind that um, allows you to, you know, that concentrate on whatever you're doing instead of worrying about, man, how am I going to finance this or finance that, all right? 
So yeah, start thinking guys, start thinking about these like really cool uh, combos that you can do. If you do have, I mean, something like this, if you, in your life, you had something like this, a really cool business or trick or whatever, not a trick, but a, um, a, gee, how do you call it, a business setup, I'll say, like a lifestyle, like lifestyle setup that you manage to get with your work or with your partner or like whatever, then I'll be very, very interested to, um, to know about it so that we can share it with other people who might be in a situation where they want to do the same thing, you know, so that it helps the whole community. What I just told you here, I hopefully might help some people, you know, well, if you're a nurse, um, I don't know if that if it was specific to this uh, to this hospital there, but um, you know maybe uh, it's uh, something that's pretty constant in hospitals and that you can negotiate because of the way that the shifts are organized or something. I have no idea. I'm not a nurse. I don't know anything about nursing, so I don't know if it's if it was a like a very very specific and unique case or if this is something you can think about. But anyway, she was a nurse and she was able to do this. And if you sell bikes and you don't look like a biker, then you can actually do the same thing as my buddy Peter. All right. So uh, that's it for the podcast for today. This is, again, I'm very, very happy for, um, I mean, for, you know, today's podcast. It's number 67. I'm so happy about it. And again, I think I thanked you, thanked you guys for uh, being with me during this whole journey. Uh, and I will, you know, thank you again. You know, uh, if you're listening, thank you very much for listening. Um, it, it really makes my day when people listen to the podcast. Well, obviously, it sounds like, well, this is my last podcast. So, well, I got to 67 and that's it, guys. You know, Mike, you know, Martin out. Bam, you know. But no, I'm going to keep going. And um, the next objective is uh, 100, right? So let's go to 100. And from 100, we'll go to like, <laughs> I don't know, I'll, I'll try not to... Uh, <laughs> not to be uh, too uh, ambitious, uh, but we might jump straight to 500, right? All right, guys. Uh, so this is going online now, and you guys have a beautiful day, and i see you guys tomorrow, all right? Bye-bye, guys. All right, guys, you just heard a brand new episode of the Freedom by Choice podcast with myself, Martin Evonge. So I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If yes, can I please ask you a small favor? All right, so here's the thing. The biggest thing that helps my podcast grow and bring more value to other people is if you guys leave a review, if you rate the podcast, and if you subscribe to the podcast. Why? Because this tells the platform that I'm actually bringing a lot of value to you and that you like my stuff. The more people like my stuff and the more they will show you to other people. And this way, we can make sure that we can impact a lot of people with this podcast and this community, all right? So what I wanna ask is, can you please take three seconds out of your busy day? Because I know everybody's busy. And if you could just like subscribe to the podcast, rate this episode and leave a review. It is three seconds for you, but for me, it will actually make my day and it can help someone else on the other side of this planet, okay? And one thing I like and one thing I want for this podcast is for it not to be a monologue. So I want to get feedback from you guys, right? So if you want to contact me, it's very easy. You can send an email to contact at martinebonga.com and in this email, you can uh, give me feedback on the episode or on the whole podcast, but you can also give me some suggestions about 
subjects that you want me to cover, right? If it's interesting and if a lot of people want to hear it, then I will cover it, okay? But anyway, thank you for listening to this episode and I see you in the next one, all right? Thank you very much, guys. Bye.